Dave, I need help fast. I get phone calls every week for commercial service. I got to turn away. My guys are motivated. I just don't have the time to get them all trained. You know, I can help with that, right? I'll even come to you. Well, you'll come to me? Yeah, I have courses covering everything from sexual to rolling fire doors. I can even help get your tech IBEA certified. We also offer business training one-on-one or in a group setting. That's great, Dave. What's the best way to get in touch to set this up? You can reach us at mountonsitetraining at gmail.com, 410-984-0256 by phone, or website www.mountonsitetraining.com. Well, thanks, Dave. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another week of Monday Morning Mindset with me, your host, Greg Giaquinto. This is your weekly reminder to take a deep breath. I feel great today. It's going to be a good week. I hope it's going to be a good week for you, too. Uh, So this week, I want to jump into markup versus margin. So a lot of people say they know what that means. A lot of people don't. A lot of people have never heard of it. Uh, there's a good number of garage door companies out there that originated as a, you know, truck in a truck, one man show, um, tailgater, whatever you want to call it. That's how we started. There's no shame in it. Uh, there is shame in not wanting to do better or be better or do well for yourself. You can be a one man operation and be profitable and take care of your family. Or you can be a one-man operation and undercut the market and cheapen the industry and degrade the whole dang thing, right? So that's what we want to avoid. But anybody who's listening to this probably wants to do better for themselves and their family and the people around them. I know I do. And so I've got some basic accounting information. This is not financial advice. This is not like one-stop shop. This is very surface level, high level, entry level explanation of markup versus margin and how to figure out what we should be charging. Um, And I'm really only scratching the surface, right? So markup versus margin, what's the difference? Um, If you've read any of the Profit First books, they talk about margin being the the white portion around the edge of a page in a book, the stuff that's left over once all the words are filled in, that's the margin. It's what's left at the end. When we talk about markup, we're talking about how much we mark up our products. Now, there's um, a false sense of security in marking something up. Oh, I just do 1.8. I do 2.0. I do 2.5. Cost times this, cost times that. Our costs are different, our overhead's different, our operating expenses are different. We live in different markets. So when we talk about everything in percentages and margins, it's a lot easier to communicate with other businesses. And you also have to look at it using the same math because even when we're talking margins, some of us even use different math. But if you take a product and you mark it up 100%, that means that you double it right? Say it's a hundred bucks, you charge 200. That's a 100% markup. The margin on that is 50%. Now this is a big deal in our world because cost of goods are a big chunk of our gross revenue. If you're like a marketing company or something like that, or um, software, like your markup, your margin is huge compared to a trade 
or um, you know an industry like ours where you're selling a product and labor. So our cost of goods, um, you're gonna see range anywhere from 40 to probably like 60% for a lot of companies. If it's higher than that, you're doing something wrong. If it's lower than that, I wanna know your secret, right? Uh, service is a much higher margin than door sales is for a lot of companies because material cost is much lower. A good portion of it is skilled labor is what we're charging for. Uh, and that's why the margin is so much higher compared to like a door sale. It's also a much lower dollar amount. So the lower the dollar amount is, the easier it is to have a higher margin. If you have a, a $5 part and you're selling it for $25, that's a much bigger markup than a $1,000 door that you're selling for $2,000. The markup is a lot higher on the part, but the, the dollar, the total dollar amount is much lower it's only 25 bucks right so it's a little bit easier to do that way that's where we make up that's like the bread and butter that's what makes our business run that's where profit comes from um you know we're a good mix of commercial residential and then also service the service is high margin decent dollar that's what you know door installs keep the lights on service is what buys the new toys Okay, and that's how we also want to try and be able to pay our guys more too. We're also trying to sell higher end products. Now that's another thing. When you take a thousand dollar door and you do a hundred percent markup, some companies, and I believe them when they say this, take a ten thousand dollar door and they do a hundred percent markup. I have yet to find a customer that will buy a ten thousand dollar door from me at a hundred percent markup. I'm sure they're out there, they're just not around here. We have a, a huge number of competitors that will take that $10,000 door and charge someone $1,000 to put it in just like they would do a $1,000 door. And that gap is too big for our customers to justify. And they say, you know what? We like you guys. We believe that you can do a much better job. But we're gonna save nine grand. So see you next time, right? That sucks. And we see it once a week, at least we see something like that, whether it's a service or an install or whatnot happens all the time um so now let's say you're the business owner okay this is going to go back to profit first also uh profit first suggests that you pay yourself uh, a paycheck a salary weekly monthly whatever however you want to pay yourself and then you put aside profit every month and then that's when you take an owner's draw that's your bonus that's your reward for doing a good job running your business that's a good job for having a profitable business you get to take a chunk once a quarter or whatever the interval is that you want to set up, you stash that money away, 1%, 5%, 10%, whatever, and then you take a portion of that every quarter. Is That's your bonus. That's, yeah, you did a good job. You should be paying yourself a wage on top of that because if you are not thinking of your wage, then you are just in a job. You're not, you couldn't replace yourself. So how much would it cost you to replace you? Is it 50000 100000 150000 Think about that, right? Think about that. Because if you make 100K at the end of the year, but that's all you make, and you worked 60 hours a week, you own a job, as they say, right? So you want to pay yourself a wage, and then you also want to see profit that you can take draws from. If you just continually take draws throughout the year, you're going to owe all that tax in the end. And some people don't do a good job of accounting for that up front. They don't save for it. So they say, yeah, I made 150 grand this year. Great. 
and then tax time comes and they take 40 or 50 grand back from you. That's how that works. So you need to budget for that as you go throughout the year. Now, if you're not keeping an eye on your, um, your balance sheet, that's where you see your owner's draws. You don't see owner's draws on the, the profit and loss. You could be checking your profit and loss on a regular basis and you see, oh, I made 10K this month, 20K next month, 30, 40, we're up to 70K. But if you've been taking 40, 50, 60K in owner's draws or you have expenses and uh, depreciating assets that offset that, it's a wash, man. You could have a net profit at the end of the year, $100,000, and have $0 in a bank account. It happens all the time. Don't let it happen to you. Right? Don't let it happen to you. If you don't have a handle on your numbers, pay someone to help you get a handle on your numbers. Right? You got to know them. You got to know what you're making. And now a simple, all right, so now let's revisit margin, right? Let's circle back to margin. So if you sell a million dollars in product, or if you have a million dollar year, but you spent $500,000 on goods, and then you spent another 100,000 on direct labor, technicians who did the work, right? Now you have $400,000 left. That covers everything else, all of your operating costs, all the unforeseen expenses. Um, you know, you had a flat tire and you had to put a new tire on a truck after you just replaced them a thousand miles ago. Um, you know, stupid things. Someone broke into your shop and stole tools. Those things happen, right? And you got to plan and budget for things. You you can't have too much money, but you can have not enough money. So you got to plan for these things, right? So if you look at that margin and you got your million dollar company, but half of it was in goods, 100000 in in direct labor. Now you have 400000 left over to pay for everything else. Everything else, your building, your your rent, your electricity, um, tools, you know, whatever, everything, 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 taxes, credit card fees, whatever, you know, if you have that. Um, it's expensive to run a business, and I don't think people really understand how expensive it is. If you want to make $100,000 at the end of the year, and a lot of service industry companies, a lot of gar garage door companies are operating between, um, you know, like 8 and 18% net profit at the end of the year some people see that and that includes their owner's draws have already been taken out some people see that and they pay themselves a salary so that's truly profit right the goal is to have that profit and actually have that money in the bank or at least know where it went and be able to account for it so it's important to start at the end and work backwards take that 200k that you want to earn at the end of the year and say i wanted to do 20 percent net profit this year okay what do i need to do if i want a 20 percent net profit you got to make a million dollars right but it comes after that 500 so in that 500 you either have to get more efficient you have to save you know cut back on your insurance save save money on insurance somewhere drive a cheaper truck right where does the money come from? You either have to be increased efficiency. You have to do more work in a day. You got to pay your people less. That's a no-no. Never go down. You only want to go up. These guys are skilled labor. This is a trade. Not everybody can do this job. I'm tired of people thinking that they can. You, you need training. You need skills. My guys got skills, man. They should be paid well. I want to pay them better than I pay them. 
I want to be paid better than I get paid too. We'll get there. We'll get there. But if you don't know this stuff, that's fine. But you you need to work with someone who does. Your CPA is only concerned with saving you taxes. Um, you can look at like a strategic accountant. That's probably something we're going to be looking into. That's probably the way to go. They're going to cost you a lot more than a CPA, but they'll probably get you sorted out a lot better and help you actually be more profitable, make more money in the long run. But don't confuse markup with margin. Once you know the margin you want to work with, you can figure out what the markup is and then apply that to your doors, your parts, your labor, whatever you want. But I encourage you this week to dig a little bit, find a little bit more about this. Like I said, this is very high level. Sorry, we just scratched the surface. There's so much to this. It's so simple, but it's so not simple. I want to see you all do well. Happy Monday. Don't forget to take a deep breath. Enjoy the week. Go make some money. And I'll see you back here next time.